Here we are. Everything is looking a-okay, I guess. Uh, guys, to be honest with you, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Uh, no one has asked for this. No one... I'm assuming no one wants this, not even my own parents. Uh, I'm going to do a little something different here. Today is a solo episode of the Successful Failure podcast. Uh, don't know if I'm going to intertwine this with the Successful Failure yet or if this is going to be something separate, but I'm just going to give this a go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of weird to do this solo stuff, this podcast stuff, but hey, you know what? Uh, I'm expanding my horizons. I am trying to, I would just say I'm trying to become an influencer. You know what I mean? Uh, my, as many of you know, uh, I, I, I'm trying this stand-up stuff, uh, and I'm doing a podcast, and thing ha things on the podcast side have gone remarkably well for me. Uh, not well, I apologize. Remarkably, remarkably better than what I'm used to. And yeah, now that I have the space, I, you know, a, a, a booking just got canceled, you know, so I, I might as well utilize my time the right way and babble for about 20 minutes while I wait for someone else. Now I'm going to time this so I don't go over that while I wait for the other clients. Uh, yeah, so as you can tell, uh, I've got Vita Coco trying to get some sponsorships here. I'm going to bring this into the frame. Uh, Melrose Podcasts. Yeah, shout out to Melrose Podcasts for their user space. And I've got my uh, a tape measure. Uh, I've, this tape measure is for, for me to make sure I'm in focus because it's only me here and there's, there is a big TV there, but sometimes, you know, technology can be a tricky one. So I'm here anyway. Uh, hopefully I'll put that in. Hopefully, you know, Co-Melon gives me, sponsors me for something like this. I don't know what Co-Melon is. I'm assuming it's, I'm assuming it's a hardware company that, which sells, uh, first of all, tape measures, uh, probably other things like wrenches, electrical drills. I haven't used an electrical drill a lot. I never had an electrical drill actually up until uh, my girlfriend moved in with me about six, seven years ago. That was the first time I had an electrical drill. I would, I'm the old school way, you know, I'm, I'm Asian, so I like to make things complicated. I'm Filipino, specifically Filipinos. If you guys didn't know that, we love making things complicated. There's not a thing in the world, if it's too easy, we find ways to make it more complicated. You know, I feel like it, it challenges us. It challenges Filipinos to make things more complicated. It, it, it builds character. Okay, <sighs> let's see here. We'll take another swig of my water here. If, if you guys, you know, for those of you who know me, you guys know I don't have a following whatsoever. Uh, on Instagram, I've got a following of about 1,100 people, and I would say about... 450 to about 525. 450 to about 525 of those followers are fake. I had subscribed to the thought of buying fake followers when I started stand-up. Uh, I bought 2,500. And throughout the past six months since I've bought those followers, I've slowly been unfollowing them. Uh, most of which are of Middle Eastern, sometimes Indian. I believe Indian. I don't want to get it mixed up. I don't want to offend anyone. But I believe they're Middle Eastern or Indian descent. So that's kind of how, so, it, and if any of you are hearing this, uh, it, th without context, this would look bad, right? I'm not just deleting my, you know, Middle Eastern following for the fuck of it and because uh, I'm racist. I'm not racist. That's what I'm saying. The, the context thing, that's exactly what I was saying. I, I, I want to make sure that I, we get that right, that I'm, the only reason why I'm, I'm following my Middle Eastern followers is because I had selfish, 
uh, selfish, uh, yeah, selfish, but uh, you know, naively bought fake followers, hoping that it would help me get booked more. And you know, turns out being funny, being funny and writing better jokes—that's what apparently gets you booked more. So, yeah, guys, this is. First of all, I want to say why I'm doing this. The reason why I'm doing this is because you know I, I want to get better. First of all, at talking in front of the camera, uh, and second of all, it's because I. I believe, I could be wrong here, but I believe that this is gonna help me with my riffing on stage. If I can do it in front of a camera, well there's, excuse me, <laughs> sorry. If I can do it in front of a camera with no one else here, then maybe when I'm bombing on stage and not hearing any laughter, will give me those calluses to continue forward. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I'm talking about. This is exactly why I don't like talking in front of a camera because there's no reaction out of that. I don't know if it's funny. It may have been funny to a few of you, maybe for my mom, dad, who probably aren't listening to this, but you know, it may be funny for them. But for the rest of you, it's kind of like, what? This guy's got like 600 fake followers. Who does he think he is? Who in the world? Yeah, I don't know. It's a big thing though, guys. It's a big thing. You know, I work at this podcast. You know, I'm not gonna get into that actually. I, I haven't signed anything, but I don't want to I'll tell you the behind the scenes stuff quite yet. I'm just kidding. My bosses are going to see that and they are going to, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you all want to know about me. I don't know what to talk about. So I kind of wrote some things down that I could talk about. Uh, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I don't want to talk about any of that. This right now feels natural. This right now feels good. Let's put the notes away for a second because... You know, I just want this to come out organically, especially for the first one. You know what I mean? I want to see how this goes. Because the thing is, guys, the thing with all this is, is when you work at a podcast studio, when you work at a podcast studio, all you do all day is just listen and listen and listen to people talk. That's it. This is the only 20 minutes I have to actually to speak out loud. If you guys don't know what the layout of the studio is, there's a producer's room right there behind a glass where I have to sit all day and watch everybody have fun, watch everybody reminisce, they tell jokes, you know, and I'm just back there, just scrolling Instagram, scrolling TikTok, conspiracy theories, you know what I mean? And sometimes I just wish I was in on it. I just wish I was there being able to talk with people and which is probably why I'm doing this now, you know. Let's see, what do we want to talk? Okay, maybe I'll go to the notes. Maybe I'll go to the notes here because this is just falling flat. It has felt flat. It has fallen flat. So what I want to talk about today are basically the times people were racist towards me. That's right. That's right. That's the first thing I want to talk about on a solo episode is racism and how it affects me. Uh, where do I start? I'll just tell one story. I'll tell one story. One time, I was working in the service industry. I was working at a, on a restaurant in a hotel casino uh, right next to the strip. Not on the strip, so right next to it. It's a very well-known restaurant. It goes by the name of TGI Fridays at the Gold Coast Casino. 
right across the street from the Palms, if you guys didn't know. I, it, it's been seven years since I've lived there, so I can't remember what the street was. I believe it was Flamingo. If not Flamingo, it was Tropicana. But either way, no one cares. I was working there, and a, I was a server, uh, and a party of, I don't know, maybe about 12 people came, comes in, came in. 12 people came in, a party. And everything was going swell. You know, they ordered, they had two kids on them, so they had, you know, two... I believe there were chicken finger kids meals. Uh, I believe the woman, the mother, the head of the table, she ordered a steak, uh, not with fries, but I believe with mashed potatoes. And you know, she had to get the steamed vegetables to keep her diet balanced. Um, that's really all I remember of the what I wrote down in my little server notepad for their order. And everything was going fine and dandy. I. You know, they're there, they're having fun, they're laughing, I'm having a good time with them. And at the end of the day, when they're ready to check out, I hand them the check. I hand them the check, and they said, you know, the service was perfect. We love TGI Fridays. We come here for the, uh, what were those, these, those uh, baked potato poppers? I don't know what they're called, jalapeno poppers, I don't know. But anyway, they get there, and, and she tells me, she goes, nothing was wrong. I just told the hostess that I didn't want an Oriental serving my food. Now, as you can imagine, I kind of laughed. I kind of laughed. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't angry at all. I kind of laughed, and I was like, you know what? I would not want an Oriental touching my food as well, ma'am. I apologize for the inconvenience. I went to the back. I talked to my manager, and I said, listen... I don't know what you're doing here, what kind of establishment this is, but you need to stop having Orientals touch people's food. That's not what I said, guys. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. I didn't go up to my manager. I politely looked at the woman and I said, I did apologize. I said, I'm sorry about that. Uh, well, I hope the service was fine and I hope you guys had a good time. And, uh, you know, I'll see you next time is basically what I told her. No surprise there. I had no tip. No surprise. I had no tip there. Uh, moral of the story is, guys, is that sometimes in life where you're kind of down in the dumps and working a kind of a shitty job is that people can really make you laugh. People will still there's still people out there that are willing to make you laugh. And that day, that woman, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you live, uh, I'm assuming that there aren't a lot of Orientals where you are currently stationed at, but, you know, again, I just want to apologize. I want to apologize for that. I apologize that I came out this way, and hopefully the next time we meet, that doesn't happen again. That does not happen again. Um, so, yeah, I guess there was story number one of uh, a time pers someone was racist towards me. Story number two about a time when someone was racist towards me. Uh, this was actually quite recent. I'm gonna, quite recent. I'm gonna take this water some Oriental handed me earlier. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. It's like they put jasmine in there, right? Or oolong, or both, or all three, to be honest with you. I'm sorry, my girlfriend just texted me here. Uh, I don't like to leave my girlfriend hanging. She's quite lovely, quite beautiful. And you should see this photo that she just sent of me. I don't know what this is. I'm not gonna show you this. This is me doing facial care. I don't wanna show you this. This could come back to me. 
I wasn't used. I wasn't doing a face mask with charcoal. I want to be clear. It's not. It's pretty actually. It, it it's one of those face masks where the, it blends to the tone of your face. It becomes like uh, transparent, so it matches with the skin tone. Um, it's not charcoal. I, I I wasn't gonna show you, but I didn't want to. Uh, release this, maybe someone will cut this up and, and you know, make it seem like I'm racist, but it, it's, it's not charcoal, it's, I, yeah, anyway, uh, she just asked me, what's the best Pusha T song? What is the best Pusha T song? You know what I mean? I mean, I remember Pusha T in clips, you know what I mean? Solo, I would say I have to say, uh, I believe it's Brambleton. Or is it Brambleton or Brambleville? Brambleton. I think it's Brambleton. I think it was one of his new songs that came out recently in one of his new uh, C uh, CDs. Uh, CDs? No. Discog what do you guys... Album? Album? You guys call them albums these days? The CDs is what I'm used to. CDs. I haven't bought a CD. I, I would go buy a CD, but I haven't bought a CD in about over... I don't even know. I think the last CD that I bought... It was kind of hard to tell because, you know, I grew up in, I went to high school in the 2000s. So we were all on that Napster, the LimeWire, you know what I mean? We were down, illegally downloading. Uh, I don't want, actually, you know what? I wasn't illegally downloading. My friend, my friend Tim Esposito, he, 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 he would download illegally music and sell mixtapes to people in high school. And the thing that's sad about that is that he would even charge his best friends. Tim Esposito, he, he's not Jewish. He's not Jewish at all. He's, he's an Italian guy. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. Say, you know, say that my friend isn't Jewish. I've got Jewish friends. I do have Jewish friends. Uh, I'm kind of rambling on here. I totally forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, yes, that's right, racism. That's the second story. The second story of when someone was racist to me. Like I said, it was, most re it was really recent, about uh, maybe two, three months ago. And... You see, the thing about racism is when you find out someone is racist, that thing, it just, it creeps up on you. You know what I mean? I don't know how it is for other ethnicities, but racism for someone oriental, it, it's like, what? 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 You, me, me? So let me tell you about this time. And there's, there's, there is a moral of the story here, not like my TGI Friday's racist story, but there is a moral to the story on this story. So the story is basically, I, uh, it was early morning and I wanted to catch the happy hour deal at my local dispensary. It was about 8.15, 8.20. So I go to the Chase Bank located uh, close to my apartment complex and I get there and I'm not going to lie, you know, we, me and this guy, we pull up right at the exact same time, you know what I mean? So... I wanted to make sure I got to the ATM first. I'm not gonna lie. So I, I head to the inside ATM and sometimes, I don't know why it's in LA. Maybe I do, I don't know. Crime rate seems like it's spiking a little bit right now, but in Vegas, maybe not. But in Vegas, you can walk up to the ATM inside and get your money. But out here in LA, there's an ATM inside and there's an ATM outside. So I foolishly went to the one inside racing this guy who was actually, uh, wow, this is gonna make me sound even more racist again towards the Middle Eastern, but he had a turban on, or I'm sorry, I, I probably called it the wrong thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I know it's not a yarmulke. I know 100% sure we, what he was wearing was not a yarmulke, but basically it was something wrapped around the top of his head. And I raced him and, you know, it turns out that the inside, the door to get to the inside ATM is locked. So unfortunately I 
didn't beat him that morning. He got to it before me, and probably because, you know, the early bird catches the worm. He got there about almost a nanosecond before I did. And he's getting his money. I'm waiting back, right? I'm, 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 he's at the ATM, and I'm waiting back about 10, 15 feet. I'm not even paying my attention because I know how some people here, they, they get a little sketched out with people behind them while they're at the ATM. And he's getting his money, he's whatever, and he, he, he walks away. You know, he walks away, and as he walks away, he says something smart to me. And I was going to let it go. You know, it's early in the morning. I was going to the dispensary. It's something to make me happy. But I just, it was one of those days where you just, you, you couldn't let, I couldn't let it go. So I said, excuse me, sir, what was that? And he turns around and he says, listen, asshole, the next time someone's at the ATM, stand the fuck back because we don't know who you are. Maybe sometimes, he, he said this, he said, you may run into the, in the, into the, to the wrong person. And I said, I said this confidently, you know what I mean? And the thing here is about with stand-up comedy, you get better at talking shit, right? So I look at him and I say, well, I know you're not talking to me. I was scared. My voice did crack. I was scared. But I didn't show it. I didn't show, I couldn't show that I was scared. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. As a man, you can't show that you're scared. So I talk back. And the first thing he says to me as he turns around, walks up to me, threatens me, and he says, listen here, you fucking chink. It's chink? Listen, I've got no qualms about racism, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna be a racist, then you better accurately describe my Asian ethnicity. Clearly, I'm not Chinese, clearly. So for you to go around and throw that racial slur, sir, like it's, like it generalizes all of us. What, who, what, who, who, who your mom, this is what I'm more concerned about. I don't, your mother. Okay, what would your mother think about you going around and hurling racial slurs towards the wrong people? It is inaccurate. I am not a chink. I am in fact a nip. For Filipinos, our racial slurs are nip or flip, okay? There is a third one. It's goo-goo. Goo-goo, but it sounds way too cute. Flip or nip, okay? So if you're, if you're out there and you're seeing this, this is an educational moment, not only for you, but for everyone listening to this. Filipinos, our racial slurs are ours, the racial slur you used against me are for other Asian ethnicities. And again, sir, if you're just gonna go around hurling racial slurs, then you, 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 you clearly aren't a, race, a racist. You know, racists, they take their time with research to make sure that when they do see a Filipino, that they call them the right racial slur to describe them. I'm not saying that I, I I'm not saying that I, I'm a, I, I have anything against the Chinese. All I'm saying is that if you're gonna be something, if you want to be called something, then make sure you live that way. Because I'm, I, I'm not gonna give it to you. I'm, I'm not gonna call you a racist. The first woman, she was racist. She generalized it. She said Oriental. Okay, I understand that. that that's pretty close. That's close enough. 
So she's a racist. But you, sir, you are nothing more than an amateur. And if I were to maybe lead you in the right direction, you know, I'm sure on YouTube there are, you know, there are videos that would talk about this, but I would do your research. Because who knows, maybe next time you run into someone from uh, a Laosian, a Laosian, who's, La who's from Laos. I don't know what racial slur to use against someone who's Laos because I'm not a racist, okay? You, on the other hand, you may run into a Laosian or a Laos, someone from Laos, and you may call them a chink again, and they may get offended by that. I wasn't offended by that, but, but they may because they're not Chinese. Uh, there's no way Vita Coco is going to sponsor me. There's absolutely no way. The, you know, the measuring tape, they, they, the people, they, they will. They might. Cole Mellon, they might. They might. But Vita Coco, there's no way after this episode they're going to even look at it and be like, this is someone we need on our team. I don't know who, what podcasts you have on your team, Vita Coco, who you're sponsoring, who you're teamed up with. But I can guarantee 110% that maybe next time I switch Vita Coco out with something else. Or I may just not talk about racism. But it is what it is. So, guys, you know, that's basically all that I wanted to kind of touch up on today are basically the times that people were racist towards me. Like I said, this is the first solo episode. I don't know how what I'm going to do here. Uh, I was actually inspired by a lot of people who are doing solo podcasts, uh, some of which you may not know, some of which who are you know, just starting off, but I've seen a lot of solo podcasts while working here, and it seems kind of fun. It seems kind of fun, the fact that I get to kind of be myself. Be myself. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 